people in the West sometimes ask me this question that Swamiji, there is so much of bhakti in India. In some form or the other, adhyatma, spirituality is being practiced in every household practically. Somebody is worshipping Mother Durga, somebody is worshipping Laddu Gopal, somebody has got a Shaligram and so on. Then why is it that corruption is not getting eliminated from India? Why is it that this bhakti is not cleansing the hearts and minds of the people? When we ask God for material boons, we are behaving like a child in the jewelry shop. Put a child in a shop that is full of jewels displayed everywhere, but place a chocolate in front of her and then ask her, Betty, take what you want. Do you think the child will pick the jewels? Absolutely not for she has no idea about their value. Rather, her experience of happiness is limited to the pleasure she has derived from chocolates in the past. Likewise, in the spiritual realm, we are like little children. Our experience over endless lifetimes has been of material pleasures. We have no idea what is the Brahmanand and Premanand and Divyanand and Paramanand in the realm of God. So when we approach the Lord, we ask Him for those broken pieces of glass. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu expressed, Krishna kahe amai bhaje. Mange Vishay Suk, Amrit Chadi Vish Mange E Mulk. Shri Krishna says, The soul has come to the ocean of nectar and is asking for a cup of poison. How foolish! Out here, we need to understand there are three kinds of affection. The first is lust. The second is business and the third is love. Lust is that relationship where the goal is take, take, take. What can I get? My happiness is my singular objective. Business is that which is characterized by give, take, give, take. And love involves give, 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 where the goal is the happiness of the beloved. Let's learn about it from the Golden Rules book. Do not do business with the Lord. The concept of give and take comes very naturally to us. We do it in the world. And when we engage in devotion, we do the same. O oh, Mahavaishno Devi, if you get my daughter married, I will donate a golden ring at the temple. O oh, Lord Venkatesh, 
I will feed 100 Brahmins if you improve my health. However, this is not true bhakti. It is tantamount to trading with God because the intention remains what will I get in return? This is why it is not true love, it is business. If we wish to grow our loving devotion, let's make Nishkam Bhakti as the goal. In that Bhakti, you don't think what God will do for me, rather you think what can I do for the Lord. When we engage in such a selfless attitude, we never lose out. Because the Lord is already a selfless lover, He showers His graces upon us. As the saying goes, Bin mange, moti mile, mange mile nabhik. Those who go to the Lord to get actually lose out as a consequence. Those who go to give to God are the ones who are the gainers. In fact, our scriptures say God feels indebted for their nishkam bhakti and offers himself in service to such devotees. Aham bhakta paradhino hyasvatantra ivadvija. The Bhagavatam has Sri Krishna's statement. He says, I get bound by the selfless love of my devotees. Now, instead of that, if we go with the formula, Oh God, please do this for me. Oh Lord, I need this work to be done. There is another big problem here. And what is that? Our mind does not get purified. Because the mind is still stuck in material desires. If you go to Hanumanji's mandir for 40 days with this manoti, Oh Hanumanji, may my child become alright. Are you doing bhakti of Hanuman or your child? It is bhakti of your child, care of Hanuman, because the mind is attached to the child. People in the West sometimes ask me this question, that Swamiji, there is so much of bhakti in India. In some form or the other, adhyatma, spirituality is being practiced in every household practically. Somebody is worshipping Mother Durga, somebody is worshipping Laddu Gopal, somebody has got a Shaligram and so on. Then why is it that corruption is not getting eliminated from India? Why is it that this Bhakti is not cleansing the hearts and minds of the people? The reason is what seems to be Bhakti of the Lord is actually bhakti of worldly desires. If you go to God for the fulfillment of worldly desires, your mind is not going towards the Lord and hence not getting purified. There's the story of two neighbors, Ramdat and Vishnudat, who developed envious feelings towards each other. A competition began 
Ramdath went on a cruise to Alaska and posted the pictures on his Facebook profile. Vishnudath went for a trip to Hawaii and posted his pictures. Ramdath got a Mercedes, Vishnudath got a Tesla. That competition became so stiff they developed deep bitterness for each other. One day Ramdath decided the only way to go ahead of Vishnudath would be to get a boon from Bhagavan Shiv. Early in the morning at 5 a.m., he reached the Shivalai in that locality. He offered his pranams to the Shivling and sat down under a tree and began chanting the names Om Namah Shivai. However, sometimes evil minds think alike. That very day, Vishnudath had the same inspiration and at 10 past 5, he too reached the same Shivalai. He offered his pranams to the Shivling and sat down under another tree in the courtyard. However, he heard the sound Om Namah Shivai coming. In a jiffy, he understood what his neighbor was doing. He decided, let's see who is able to appease Umapati Mahadev first. He began chanting Namah Shivai Om. As the time went by, by around 7 o'clock, Darshanarthi started arriving. By 9 o'clock, the Darshanarthis in the temple were pouring in and they all witnessed these two people completely absorbed in chanting the names of Lord Shiv. They thought two Mahatmas have manifested in our neighborhood. With great reverence, they would go and do pranam. Moved by their apparent devotion, they would offer flowers and some even place Dakshina there. It was now evening time. Parvati asked Lord Shiv, Maharaj, those two are taking your name incessantly since morning. Please go and give them darshan. Lord Shiv said, Parvati, I will, but they will not benefit. Nevertheless, on her request, he first stood before Ramdat and said, Beta, I have come. Ask what you want. Ramdat opened his eyes, had darshan of Lord Shiv. He was thrilled and said, Maharaj, I do wish to ask, but I have a question. Before asking, can you please tell me, have you yet given darshan to Vishnudat? Lord Shiv said, not as yet, but I will do so after speaking to you. Ramdath was then in a dilemma. He said, oh my God, what should I ask now? If I say, give me a five-bedroom house, he will say, give me a ten-bedroom house. If I say, give me one billion dollars, he will ask for two billion dollars. So Ramdath had a sudden brainwave. He said, my Lord, upon meeting Vishnudath, whatever you give to him, give me double of that. Shankarji said, Tathastu Bhole Baba. After that, Lord Shiv went before Vishnudath and said, Beta, I have come. Open your eyes. Vishnudath, he beheld the Lord in front of him, offered Dandavat Pranam. Lord Shiv said, Beta, you have been engaging in the chanting of my name. What do you want? Vishnudath said, Maharaj, I will definitely ask for a boon. But first, please tell me, what have you given to Ramdath? Lord Shiv said, 
whatever you get, he should get double. Vishnudat saw the futility of his exercise now, because at the end of it, he would still remain at fifty percent, no matter what he asked. But he too suddenly got an inspired brainwave and said, "There's only one way to move ahead, Maharaj. Please make me blind in one eye." Lord Shiv again blessed Tathastu. So Vishnudat became Kana. He lost one eye, and Ramdat became Andha, completely blind. And the devotees of the locality, who were thinking two Mahatmas have manifested, realized. they were not mahatmas at all they seemed to be engaging in devotion but the mind was elsewhere placed bhakti means upasana upasana to go and sit close to the lord how will you go close by taking your mind there and that requires freeing your mind from material desires If we wish to avoid the kind of foolishness that Ramdath and Vishnu Dath did, we must say, "Meri chahi mat karo, main murak agyan. Teri chahi mein Prabhu hai mera kalyan." My Lord, even if I ask you for material boons, please don't fulfill them, for I don't know what is right for me. I have been in ignorance since endless lifetimes. You are my benevolent benefactor, my well-wisher, and full of knowledge and compassion. My Lord, you please decide what is best, and you bestow that boon upon me. So somebody may ask here: Is it wrong to ask for bhakti, for gyan, for vairagya? Not really. Once you decide, I wish to love the Lord, and my goal is to serve Him. for that service if you ask for bhakti it is still selfless intention so pray god give me devotion so i may serve you bless me with divine knowledge so i may offer it in your loving service help me get detached so i may do better in my bhakti for your pleasure in this way ask for divine gifts with which you may serve your lord